0: Hello and welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care
1: of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. I'm Dori Shafrir. And we are not experts. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums.
0: We like to run through our biz up top here on this podcast. We now. sure do. So let's just knock it out. We love to hear from you. We do. It makes our lives so wonderful. So we appreciate it. You can call us at 781-591-0390 with any questions or comments. And you can email
1: us at forever35podcast at gmail.com. You can join our Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash forever35podcast. There's a ton of spin-off groups. And the password is serums. We
0: greatly appreciate it when you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts because it helps other people find the show, which is really
1: cool. And... Everything that we
0: mention, all products, all topics can be found on our website forever35podcast.com or you can follow us on Instagram at forever35podcast and on Twitter
1: at forever35pod. And we do have Forever 35 merch available now at forever35merch.com or you can find a link to it on our website and... Yeah. Listen to G. Thanks. Just bought it. Yeah. And our website's all refreshed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Our website is fancy. We've got beautiful new photos on there. We do.
0: We've got, I don't know. Just a
1: lot of just cool stuff.
0: Just new stuff. Just go check it out. Just new stuff. Hello. Hello. Lori.
1: How's it going? You know, we should
0: let listeners know, because we let them know about everything, that in, we're recording this on a not normal
1: day. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It is a weekend. Yes, it is a Saturday morning. We don't
0: normally see each other at 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning. We
1: don't. But today we are. Oh,
0: yes. <laughs> You're in workout clothes. Didn't work out, but just in the clothes. I'm digging
1: your sneakers. I
0: got new, new, I, I haven't bought new, like, exercise sneakers yet. Yeah. I wear hokas.
1: Oh, These okay. These are the
0: Clifton. The hokas, if you are not familiar with, um, like, very supportive running shoes, have like, They're like platform running shoes. Yeah. They
1: have a thick sole. I'm into them. Do I need a
0: pair? They're very comfortable. They are what a lot of doctors, nurses, medical professionals Mm. wear because they're so cushioned. I've mentioned them on the podcast before, and people chimed in with saying, like, I work in hospital.
1: Can you buy them in a store or only online? No, you can go to a running store.
0: Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. All right.
1: Good to know. So there you go. That's my look today. Yeah, I'm into it. Unshowered
0: (laughs) in my new sneakers. I'm
1: also unshowered. (laughs) Look at us. (laughs) But I did Uh, wash my
0: face this morning.
1: Oh, good. I did put on a serum. What did you put on? Your CoQ10? CoQ10.
0: What a diehard you are with that coq tin! You know what I dug out? <clears throat> Excuse what? me. My Tatcha water cream. Oh, a classic. Today, it's, it's a little warmer here in Los Angeles, not to brag about <laughs> our winter weather. But my husband was like, it's hot. I'm opening all the doors. And I was like, you know what? I need a lighter lotion
1: today. Ooh. And it felt so good going on. And I was like, oh,
0: that's right. I love this stuff. It's yeah, so light. It's really nice. So, well,
1: you know, I use a light moisturizer in the morning. I use that Biosance probiotic gel moisturizer. Yeah, I mean, you've become like a big
0: Biosance baby. Like wow. A, I was trying to say like a biohead, but I was tr- <laughs> I couldn't think of a fun way <laughs> what to call it, but you're a big Biosancer. Yeah, I do like their products a lot. Well, look at us, 2 years into this podcast. <laughs> I read today in the New York Times in their I Quit series, someone wrote an I Quit Skincare piece. Oh. And I read it today and I was like i i don't think this is gonna be me
1: I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in it i'm in it for the long haul they don't do any skincare stuff at all
0: it was essentially i i really appreciated the point actually which was like the the per, the author wrote it and was like i came in you know like my salary increased and i came into a space in my life where i could afford to like splurge on all these creams but really what it was was just like a bit of a waste of money I, i'll be honest the
1: real cream came from inside well, as we've discussed, the
0: soul is the true serum, right?
1: <laughs> serum of the soul. Serum of the
0: soul. Like, you know, honest, I, I do agree with the author's point. And I think, I'll be honest, I had a not great sleepy night last night because mm. I had a kid wake up and et cetera. Et cetera. I had a weird nightmare.
1: Mm.
0: I'm having a lot of nightmares.
1: Matt also had a nightmare last night. Is,
0: I think it's anxiety, right? Like it's For like worrying sure. dreams. Yeah. But um, so I, I skimmed this piece. So I feel like I can't okay. properly articulate the author's Kate, hypothesis. fair enough. So Let's move on. Apologies to the author. But I will <laughs> say it was interesting and I appreciate the perspective. I haven't quit skincare yet, though. Me neither. Anyway, you know what I have started
1: doing? Tell me. Picking my face. I hope I haven't rubbed off on you.
0: No, you ha- I, I didn't even know you were a face picker other than like the times we've discussed it here. I don't see like I don't mm. visually experience it from mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm, I don't see you mm-hmm. doing it. Mm hmm. I don't see your open wounds.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I don't know what it is. It's not, I'm not in the mirror picking my face. It's almost like, I'll be oh, interesting. Watching TV, I, I rub my face looking for like oh, something interesting. to pick. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I'm like, mm, I got to get this. Okay. I gotta get it off.
1: I'm a mirror picker. Interesting.
0: Like you go and seek out the pick, like you look for something to pick at. Yeah, I'll be like,
1: mm, is there anything that needs tending to? I mean, I acknowledge that this is a compulsive behavior totally it's not actually i don't recommend this no
0: (laughs) well and you know as i've mentioned before in this podcast i'm an active busy phillips follower on instagram and she talks a lot about her face picking and i had never even one i don't notice it when i look at her instagram but it clearly was something that was bothering her yeah and now that i've started doing it i understand this feeling of like why can't i stop this physical activity with my hands
1: so, one thing that has helped me, and I don't know if this would help you because you're not a mirror picker, but although this has helped me, like sometimes if I'd have like those big zits that are like under the mm-hmm, skin mm-hmm. that you just like want to get at. zits. Yeah. I do find that the COSRX pimple patches, it's not that they make the zit go away, it's just that they make it so you can't really pick them. It's a good little band aid. It's a good little band aid. So, I would try those. I have like five current like active pic
0: sites on my face right now. So I'm just gonna be covered in patches.
1: I think that's fine. Okay.
0: I mean, I'm not self-conscious. I about would it. go
1: out. Like I, I oh, want yes. them out. I did too. And they're no great. No, one noticed. No, they're tr-
0: completely transparent. Yeah. Transparent. Is that the right word I'm looking for? They're see-through. Yeah. I think they're yeah. see-through. Um, But what about the like kind of compulsive you know, I have obsessive compulsive disorder. Mm-hmm. I have been like tentatively diagnosed with ADHD, which is an, another thing that people have said that like it's correlates, it correlates for them. Mm-hmm. Do you f- find it relates to like anxiety or depression or anything like that? Or is it just a habit?
1: Hard to say because I've been doing it for so long. Really? Okay. I, yeah. And this is different in your opinion than like popping a zit. Oh, no, this is... this it's is just picking. This is totally popping a zit. Okay. But like gouging my face to pop a zit. Got it. Like the way... I feel like sometimes if I have a zit that is relatively small, I will make my face look worse. I do this too. So that I can pop it. Yeah. And I know that I'm doing it. And you make the actual... Pimple worse, you irritate oh, totally. it. Yeah, it's, totally. Yeah. If I just left it the hell alone, it would have just gone away. And instead, uh, I have a wound on my you face. Turn it's like an open construction site. Yes. Yeah. So you know, I've talked about this in relation to my bikini line, right? Which I used to pick at compulsively, which was gross because I would get ingrown hairs every time I got waxed. And then I just got it lasered, so I removed the. Te- I fully removed the temptation. If there's nothing to pick, then I, you know, I couldn't pick it. So, um, and actually when I was pregnant, I had nothing, I had no zits. My skin was amazing. So you're saying I should get pregnant. I'm saying get pregnant and then you won't pick your face. No, but like that was sort of a revelation of like, oh, it's sort of a crime of opportunity. And I, I seek out these little things to pick, but if there's nothing to pick, I'm like, okay. Oh, you let it
0: go. Yeah.
1: I'm like creating pics. It's very, it's very,
0: I don't know how to, I don't know what it is. Have you talked to your therapist about it? No, but I am going to at our next sesh. Okay. Get ready.
1: Because she might have some, some suggestions.
0: Especially because it all I'm sure is connected to some of my mental health behaviors. Yeah. Which is, you know, which is also fine. Like I'm not mad at myself for it i don't feel like i'm judging it. it's just like i like i woke up one day and i'm like oh look i'm doing this now totally this
1: is a new activity right does she do cbt yes oh then we'll work Then on you're it. good
0: we'll work on it i love my therapist
1: um well i'm glad you brought that up
0: well thank you just like
1: yeah, oh i think it's good to share
0: well you know it's a new thing yeah so i'm just kind of trying to observe it without judgment which is hard very hard and also because it's a f- because it's all on my face i'm self-conscious of it like i i'm like does it look like
1: i'm i can't tell okay well your cool. skin looks radiant well maybe
0: it's that tatcha
1: water cream i mean probably
0: heal me tatcha
1: yeah <laughs> you could just walk around with a face mask on all the time should i just walk
0: around with a sheet mask? yes that wouldn't scare anyone. No. My children wouldn't be embarrassed by dropping them. I can't even sing in public anymore because my nine year old gets embarrassed.
1: Oh. She's getting into like
0: the tween and How often
1: did you sing in public
0: though? Oh, all the time. Oh, really?
1: Like yeah. you just walked down the street like
0: singing? We're kind of a weird family and we do a lot of like jokey singing. Oh. Yeah. Didn't
1: know this about you. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And my nine year old is constantly like, Mom, stop, mom. <laughs> mom, stop, mom. Stop, mom. <laughs> So Oh, she's so cute. She is so cute. She's the second person in my family to have the flu in the last two weeks. Aye. But we think
1: we're on the mend. Okay. Anyway. I hope so. Yes. <sighs> well, Kate, we're moving on Tuesday. And that is about three days away. Sure is. Hee <laughs> hee. And how are you feeling? Uh, I mean... I'll be glad when it's done. I'm excited to move into this new house. I'm excited
0: for you and as we've established for me.
1: Yes. Um moving
0: is an incredible life change, disruption totally. Like the se- like all self-care goes out the window when mm-hmm. you move.
1: And like as much as I know we've outgrown this house and as much as like I haven't loved this house For most of the time that we've lived in it, we have lived here for five and a half years. Yeah, there's an emotional connection. So it is going to feel like a big change, but a good change. So I'm sort of like, oh my God. And what what I was doing last week, or yeah, last week, which is what I always do when I get like super anxious about something, is I was channeling all my anxiety into like one very specific thing. And this very specific thing, which you were roped in on, by the way, was deciding which rugs to buy i was like i could i was just like looking at rugs for like hours a day not being able to make a decision you had a lot asking of- multiple people for their opinions about rugs they were but all right nice. exactly like none of them would have been bad <laughs> but this was like how i was channeling all of my anxiety it was like when before henry was born well it gives you I think
0: planning out oh, it things was like, like the this. curtains
1: in his in his That's nursery. Right. You went deep on this. I returned curtains.
0: like five sets of curtains. It gives you a sense of control over a situation totally. of which you actually have none.
1: I mean, I have, with moving, I have some. True. Um, I think with the baby, it felt like I had none. Wow. But, what else is new with you? You deleted one hundred and twenty thousand emails. Kate, I really channeled you. Good for you. So. I got, I kept getting these ominous, like, you're running low on storage messages in my Gmail. I hate those. And I did a search for like large, you know, you can search for like large attachments. And there weren't like that many. And I was sort of like, where, where's all this storage getting used up from? And then I clicked over to my promotions tab.
0: (laughs) And you had 800 West Elm emails waiting for you. And
1: I was like, I selected, you know, you can select like the hundred conversations and then it's like, Select all conversations and promotions, and I selected all. There were one hundred and twenty thousand. Oh my god! Conversations in promotions, and <laughs> so I was like, "Send all to trash." Which, like, when you have that many, it doesn't do it all at once. It, it would only do like ten thousand at a time. Oh my god! So one hundred
0: and twenty thousand. Yes,
1: yeah, so I had to. I had to sort of like. Keep doing it, and then going into the trash. It was like a whole thing to delete them from the trash. It would take like it was like Gmail's like uh, I'm tired. <laughs> Why are you doing? <laughs> yeah, this? but then I finally did it, and then I went over to my social tab and I deleted ten thousand emails from there. And as and it, it was sort of the same thing, like it didn't delete them all at once. And so the last screen I was deleting were, were emails from 2013 when I was still on Cupid, And there were all these, like, oh, my gosh, all these like Cupid messages. It was weird. It was like this weird time capsule. You, oh, boy. Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. I have to say I am. St- I've been consistent keeping my inbox at inbox zero. And organizing my emails. And actually this week while you're moving, I'm planning on getting into our work email and maybe trying Ooh. to get it down. Um, and it has alleviated a lot of just kind of overwhelm in my mental load.
1: Yeah, that's great. So
0: I, I would be curious to hear about other listeners' practices on this stuff because we are constantly bombarded with digital clutter. Totally. And it's, it, it's like having your actual mailbox just overflowing. I mean, imagine if you had 120,000 pieces of mail. Oh, my God.
1: I'm like a digital hoarder.
0: Well, it there is there is that experience. Yes. Actually, I'm sure that is a real thing. Totally. Because there is a sense of wanting to hold on to things, yep. digital records of things, sort yep. of like needing. I mean, I get this way where I'm like, what if I need this?
1: Mm-hmm coupon code or receipt or whatever it is well that's why it was so freeing to just delete all those emails like i was like i'm not i don't need a restoration hardware email from 2017 like what yeah let it go and so what's really great is now i'm deleting as i go that is the trick. I'm that's- keeping that promotions tab empty. Well, that is what I do for Inbox Zero. Yeah, that's awesome. So but you're on your way. I'm on my way. I have promotions and social cleared. And actually, that cleared out half of my storage. Half. Oh, my God. Half Sorry. of emails that I never even like opened most yeah. of them. yeah. I had a similar experience recently on my computer. I ran out of hard drive space. And I was like, what the hell is taking up all this hard drive space? Like so much of my stuff is on the cloud now. And yet it's a new computer and like it's in a, the last year or two. Yeah. And actually, it's been two years. Oh, wow. Okay. But I realized I, at some point I'd set my podcasts to automatically download like every episode of like fresh air (laughs) so i had episodes of fresh air going back to 2014 oh my god that i'd never listened to fresh air is five days a week an
0: hour long each episode yeah
1: so it's taking up like (laughs) gigabytes on my hard drive terry gross how dare you (laughs) so that's all to say clean out your storage I don't know don't no, be like me no no I I really <laughs> have
0: gotten so much more interested in digital clutter and decluttering just because I've had the experience of it making such an impact on like I'm a better communicator with my like I just everything feels so much clearer in my personal inbox how's your desktop oh I gotta dig in. I, I normally clean that up like once every month mm, um wow and, because I put too much stuff on it and I like to have it Oh, mine is a empty. disaster. But it's so hard to focus when you go to open your computer to do work and your desktop is cl- cluttered with things, yes. like screenshots. Yes, yes. That I've taken to, <laughs> to text to people. Right. totally. Stuff like that. So
1: anyway. Um, wait, we have one more thing that I want to ask you about before oh, okay. we go to a break, which is gardening. Yes, story. Wait, you already have a garden. But I don't. Keep the garden. Okay.
0: I built two garden boxes in my yard. You have like raised beds, right? Two of them. Okay. One is empty. Okay. Because I've like grown stuff and then it dies and then I let it die. The other one is filled with herbs that I planted, never tended to, and now are overgrown beyond belief. Mm. And I love the idea of being outside, of having plants of my my kids love edible, you know, they love herbs and they love like taking mint out of the garden and eating it. But I'm trying to, I guess my question to listeners is like, do you garden for self-care? I want to talk to you. And like, what would be a very basic manageable thing for me to start Mm. with? Because we've grown stuff. Like I've grown tomatoes and cucumbers, but I don't know what I'm doing. I don't tend to it because I feel overwhelmed. There's like a mathematical element to gardening. And like when you plant stuff. Oh, and like, what to trim back and whatnot and i get i just get overwhelmed and then when i get overwhelmed i just shut down so if there was like a beginner's planting class that someone could take give me because i i do think it would behoove me to spend more time with my hand spend more time with my hands in the dirt rather than on a screen. Oh, yeah. Kate. All right.
1: It's also good for when the apocalypse comes, you'll have... I can feed my neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, also,
0: we've had two earthquakes this week, so I might need to start gardening mm. for survival. Um, But, no, I mean, I and and I love... You know, I've, I've been working on a garden at my kid's school. I can see firsthand, like, how the kids react to that, mm-hmm. how the parents... Like, every, it makes everybody feel good. Do so, you get, like,
1: in the zone when you're gardening?
0: No, I not really okay but i want to I feel like you could and maybe gardening's not for me and that's fine but i if there's like a very basic beginner step i could take to i have a garden box i could fill it's you know winter and warmish here in los angeles mm-hmm. what should i do
1: do you have a wide brimmed hat
0: of course i do and i've got crocs and gardening gloves do you have knee pads no okay we should get you some okay well My birthday is in about six months, so put it on the list. (laughs) Um, Before we get into our interview with Fat Mascara, which, by the way, is so great. It's delightful. You've started journaling? Oh, yes. I just want to hear quickly about this.
1: Yeah, so... Look at us with our new self-care practice. I know. What is happening? Who are we? Um, (laughs) People have a podcast about (laughs) self-care. What? Um, If you recall, a few weeks ago, I said I had started the one-line-a-day journal. And that the one line a day journal was kind of making me feel like I wanted to pick up journaling again because I felt like I just had more to say to myself. Um, and so a couple of days ago, I did. I, I, As I think I said before, I have a million notebooks. Mm-hmm. So I just grabbed one of those notebooks, brought it into my room, my bedroom. This is a nighttime journaling session. It's sesh. a nighttime journaling sesh. Yeah, I, I like to reflect on the day. Right. You're not like a rise and journal type. I'm not. Maybe I could be. But right now that doesn't actually like work for my lifestyle. Um, Yeah. So I've been doing it. It's been nice. I mean, handwriting for a while like hurts my hand.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, and don't, isn't it weird how your penmanship is deteriorated? Do you find that? <sighs> Mine is like, like, sometimes I can't. It's different because I don't yeah. use. Yeah. I don't use like handwriting utensils right, anymore. Right,
1: right. Um, but it's nice. I feel like it's letting me sort of like work some work things mm. out. You know? So yeah, I'm into it. Put on my yoga toes. Oh my god. We need to talk
0: about foot care in a upcoming we do. episode. We do. Listeners, it's on the list. Yes, it because is. Because I need to hear more about yoga toes.
1: Let's take a break and then when we come back, we will hear from that mascara. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.
0: You know, the weather's getting warmer, so I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com/forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q slash N C E.com/forever35 to get free shipping and 365-day returns. quince.com/forever35.
1: Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. Our guests today are Jessica Matlin and Jennifer Goldstein of the podcast Fat Mascara. Welcome! Yay. We are so excited to have you on the show. Um, we're just going to read a quick bio just in case anyone is unfamiliar with you guys. But, but who has not I don't know listened? why they would be. Okay. All right, here we go. Hosts and friends Jessica Matlin and Jennifer Goldstein bring you the big juicy world of beauty on their award-winning weekly podcast, Fat Mascara. With day jobs as beauty editors, Jess and Jen are plugged into the industry's latest news and share their inside access along with candid stories of their beauty adventures from celebrity interviews and freaky new facials to miracle products and epic beauty fails. Each week, they also get advice from their favorite people in the beauty business, including influencers, makeup artists, hairstylists, and other industry experts like dermatologists, colorists, manicurists, perfumers, and more.
0: Wow. we're so pumped. (laughs)
1: We are super pumped to have you on the show. Um, We are longtime listeners. And we just want to Yeah, and we just want to kick things off by asking. I mean, I think you guys were one of the first if not the first beauty podcasts. And what made you want to start a podcast? And what's it been like to see other people moving into the space?
2: Uh, I'll start. Uh, Jen's very kind to let me take it away. because It started with um, I got I was very into podcasts. This is about five years ago now. Um, I was really into Mark Maron's podcast and Brett Easton Ellis's podcast. I love that they okay. interviewed deep, conver- you know, had like rich conversations for like an hour plus with filmmakers, artists, all that stuff. And I was thinking, who does this in beauty? So then Jen and I got together. We figured out what the show would look like. And, um, you know, within, I would say, that actually did take a bit of time, but like six months to nine months, we launched the show. Um, And then to see other people moving into the space, honestly, it only makes it easier to explain what a podcast is. Because when (laughs) we started, I was like, I'm starting a podcast. And people are like, what? And I'm like, it's the purple button on your phone. (laughs) And, you know, now... (laughs) The more people that are in it, I don't want to say it legitimizes the space because I always felt it was legitimate, but it just it gives more familiarity and excitement and buzz around this this medium. Well, especially I
0: imagine coming from such a kind of timeless, revered medium like magazines, it's it's very it's a very different space. And sometimes you actually have to convince people that there is a validity and a value to podcasting.
3: Yeah, less and less. I've been finding. Yeah, I think a lot of brands
2: are trying to do their own podcasts. Some magazines have really good ones. Um, Some have tried and failed. But I think uh, everyone is looking around, and Jen, I'm sure you'd agree, and figure to see like what else can we do with our brand, Mm -hmm. and realizing that like the the voice space is that what's called the audio, the voice space
1: is really growing. So. It's been very exciting. Well, I'm wondering how your own relationships to beauty products has changed or evolved since you started the podcast from being beauty editors for so long.
3: For me, I would say... So interacting with our listeners on our Facebook group, where I actually get to that real-time connection with women and how they use beauty products, I have started to realize, oh, maybe it's not as simple as, I've been doing this 20 years. Obviously, hyaluronic acid does this and retinol does that. (laughs) And I just assume people know these things and I've gotten to learn more about what needs explaining and what doesn't. I've also become... this might just be because I've done this so long, more skeptical of claims. There's Mm. been so many new new beauty products in the last two to three years from these podunk companies that like don't understand FDA guidelines or don't understand FTC rules about making, you know, lies in advertising. Mm -hmm. And so I think doing the podcast has given me that sort of outsider mentality Mm. of let me take a sharper look at beauty. Whereas when you're at a legacy print magazine, it's just like, I love L'Oreal, Unilever and all the brands that like Mm. have supported the print medium. So I think it's given me a healthy balance. I think, um, you know,
2: we're able to have a much more immediate dialogue with our listeners. The Facebook group is very big, very active. I don't look at it for a day or two. I come back and there are all these questions um, and just seeing what what people actually buy and, you know, where they live. I just asked the other day, I'm like, hey, where is everybody from? And, you know, just understanding that these are, beauty is so global and it's, Mm -hmm. you know, people have different ways of shopping, methods of shopping, what they want is different. So it's just, I think it's been able to, I've been able to put my ear to the ground in a way that you can't, if you're just kind of like, I'm the
1: beauty director of such and such, right? you know, you don't have that, that finger on the pulse. Jen, what you just said about, especially in the last two to three years, so many small companies starting skincare lines, it does seem like, Starting your own skincare line is like the new I don't know. <laughs> Cupcakes. Yeah, yeah, something like it does mm-hmm. feel like so many people are starting skincare lines. What do you think that's about?
3: Uh I think it's that they maybe have not done a lot of homework. Like I hear this so many times from these small brands, they're like, there was a real space. I couldn't find X product. And I'm like, girl, it's out there. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, I don't understand how you couldn't find... They think it's the most novel thing they've ever invented. And I'm like, there's seven of those sitting on my desk right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I find it to be that there's an energy... And like a want to be part of this world. And I find it really endearing, actually, because it makes me think, you know what? See, beauty is fun. Let's all get in on it. Mm. And I'm not going to turn my nose down on any of these people because they put their love and effort into it. And like the more the merrier. But I do think we're going to see in, in the next year, I'm predicting like sort of like a skimming of the fat, if you will. Yeah. Like not all these little brands could survive. Well, yes. And we're definitely pitched like a
0: different oil or a different CBD something CBD. Like every day. Can we talk a little bit about the trends that you're seeing in yeah. beauty? I feel like CBD is a big one. That's a nonstop pitch. We receive a new CBD product every day. Um, what are some things that you have seen, especially since we're kind of at the start of a new, not just a new year, but a new decade? Yeah.
3: Okay, so if I hear the <laughs> the hot thing now is AI, which I think is hilarious because it's like artificial intel. What part of AI? Like a robot? Anything that just says AI. But what I think that these brands are getting at is technology and beauty and personalization. So, like, what's Renella Hirsch's line? Um. Oh God, put me out of the spot. Oh, Atola A T A T O L A, and there's a there's a bunch of these serum companies where they'll concoct your serum just for you based on this like algorithm that they've learned what people want. And you know how you answer the question, you're like, are you dry or oily? But it also is gathering everybody else's answers, so it's really getting yeah. to the root of it. Like we just smart got,
1: skincare. Yeah, we just got one of those advertisers proven for right? skin. It's not oh what it's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Another yeah that's another one. Yeah, have, and the, they for hair too. For hair, few for hair. Yeah, function
3: yeah. of yeah. function of beauty. Function of beauty. Pros, I think. It's yeah. Pros. And I think that's definitely a trend that's not going anywhere.
2: Um, Okay. Trends, trends, trends. Well, the CBD thing's not dying down. The clean beauty thing's not dying down, but we've yet to get a real definition of clean beauty, which Jen and I talk about, I feel like every third episode. So <laughs> I won't get into it too much here, but that's, that's definitely a big deal. Um, Where I'm not seeing a lot of innovation in, is right now is... Um, like fragrance like I, I, I think mm. fragrance is waiting for its moment like to have like like what maybe it's a Tola a proven moment I don't think it necessarily needs it but I just I'm very interested in fragrance so I'm looking to see like you know is that rubric of the big you know designer launch going to end anytime soon um, what
1: else hair gadget
3: I was just going to ask Revlon about tools yeah. yeah yeah remember that Revlon brush like two years ago That just like everybody bought that, like, drying. It went bonkers on Amazon. And then, so now it's funny, I usually see that a really fancy brand will come out with something and then everybody knocks it off. This is the first time I saw, like, uh, like. You know, a mass brand, Revlon, do this tool. And now all these fancy versions of it are coming out. And like, <laughs> our our beveled edges are heated as well. So it gets closer to the root. Or <laughs> ours is ceramic. And then there's the ions. And then there's that Japanese yeah. company that says it uses quantum physics. And I have asked them 20 times to explain to me what the physics are. <laughs> Nobody can. It's just a marketing hoopaloo, you know? Yeah. Um, Hair tools, I see. And then uh, there's
2: a lot of interest, and we're going to be talking about this on the episode of Fat Mascara, with facial tools. A lot of people will say, is this such and such thing worth it? And it'll be like a $300 microcurrent device or, you know, something that's supposed to tighten your skin. Um, You know, I've never been a big device person. Uh, Maybe I'm just not the audience, but... There's a lot more of this, you know, take the, get the look of like a facelift or filler or whatever at home. Mm. I don't know how great they are. Yes. I shouldn't say I don't know how great they are. I think you need to be very, very compliant. And I am not a very compliant person with this kind of stuff. (laughs) So... Yeah, it's have, not that they don't work <laughs> I have one of those face gadgets
0: you have a new face I have a right? new face it's just collecting dust Do you in like a, it I like it in theory but you need to use it every day and I don't and yeah. so you're right it's like a 200 something dollar thing that is now just collecting dust in a drawer in my bathroom
1: <laughs> well kind it's of like my gym membership it, it is exactly yes yeah. that's what a lot of the stuff feels like Kind of along those lines, what, in your opinion, is the most overrated beauty product or tool?
2: What's overrated? God, you're really stumping me today. Or That pregnancy brain is like very real. Um, I think, I mean, yeah, like I was saying, a lot of these tools that people will spend, you know, $200, $300 at Sephora, i um, hoping that'll work. I, 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 my routine is very, very pretty basic. Like... I'm not using
3: things that are claiming like huge technology. I'd rather save my money and get needles in my face. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Wait, let's talk about those two things. So you said your, your
0: routine is very basic. What is it exactly?
2: Yeah. Take us on a journey. Uh, Okay. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you the quick version. So
1: (laughs) on a journey. Oh, and did you you change it for pregnancy?
2: No. And, and, the only thing I stopped doing is, and I'm, I'm pretty shy. Jen's going to, your mind's going to be blown. Cause I don't talk about this. I'm pretty shy about what dermatological things I do, but I really don't do that much. I have gotten Botox. I have gotten filler, but I'm not somebody who's like every three months, you know, I'm running in. I knew that those things were things that were, I was not going to do that while I was, while I'm pregnant. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't like a hard thing for me to abort because I wasn't like rigorous. Yeah. Um, I did not use retinol, but I never use retinol that much. What else? What do you use? I use, okay, so I'll just give you, like, I switch things up a lot, but I'll tell you, like, my, my normal thing. In the morning, I just um, splash my face, and I use a little, like, you'll like this, Kate, like a little, like, um spray, like a little, like, Aaron like, rose water kind Ooh, of thing. Okay. And then I put out a serum. My two favorite serums are the Kiehl's Hydro Plumping one. It's amazing. Or I'll use the Kiehl's Vitamin C one, Powerful Strength Lime Reducing Concentrate. It's amazing. And then I'll put on an eye cream. I like the Tatcha Silk Peony. I use that most days. And then I'll put on a cream that has SPF in it. So usually I use this one called Kiehl's Super Multi-Corrective Cream. Or the Lancome Absolu one is very good. The new one, it helps um, brighten dark spots. Or if I don't use one that has SPF, I'll use something else, Tracy Martin. I love her creams. And then I'll put a primer that has SPF over it. And then we get to makeup. And at night, it's the same thing. (laughs) <laughs> but I use a cleanser, obviously, to cleanse all that stuff off. Love Naturopathica, the oat one, the little scrubby oat one. Yeah. Um, and then everything I just told you, like the same, know, same, same, same thing again. Except, except, oh yeah, sorry, I won't use a cream with sunscreen. I like Tracy Martin cream or the rose one a lot right now. I've never heard of Tracy Martin. black rose one. It's a fortune. I don't know if I could swing it if I didn't, if I wasn't an editor, but the creams that are like really luxurious, they feel really luxurious and I really like that before I go to bed. It's a little treat. Like a snack for your yeah. face. Yeah.
0: Like. Yeah. yeah. Oh, not know.
3: I don't know. I. 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 Could I not read your face. I know. My
0: face is like dreaming of that experience. I also I've talked about on this podcast. I personally am very swayed by price tags. Like in my, it's just like my brain from childhood where it's like, oh wow, this thing costs this much. It must make it a million times nicer. And so sometimes there is like a lu- luxurious vibe to that.
3: But they had those girls on the co- cosmetic com- chemist confession. Oh yeah yeah. Or what are their names yeah and
2: Victoria
0: and
3: I loved it she said she said they are actually skeptical once a product gets over it was like 100 to 130 dollars if it's over that There's no way you're getting your money. Yes, I agree that there's like a point of diminishing like returns. Is over that I think. I'm sure, but I think if a cream is
2: $150, it's got it. It needs to. You need to be blissed out when you put that on. If
3: it's $400, I think they're laughing at you a little bit. But like, it still feels (laughs) I good. I think that paying the extra $60 for the smell.
2: The smell is good. The vintner's Vintner's daughter is the best oil. I'm a vintner's daughter user i'm on my like third i i
0: i actually really believe in its powers and i i don't say that lightly jen what's <laughs> your routine
3: oh me okay yeah. i'll let you yeah the defender's daughter i don't know if it makes me look better but it makes me feel good and i always say that to people i'm like they ask me does this work i was like do you think it works That it works. Because I don't know if you're in it for like a feel good moment, a get rid of my spots moment. But if it's doing whatever it needs to do for you, keep it. Yeah. So in the morning, I just splash with water and I put on Skin Medica TNS. That's my go to serum. It has growth factors, does everything. I swear when I stop using it, I like age overnight. (laughs) And then um, sunscreen. The one I've been using right now is Josh Rosebrook. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of him. I need to of? try his products. Yeah, a friend recommended his stuff. Yeah, the sunscreen's actually really nice, and I'm usually wary of an indie-formulated uh, sunscreen. Like, mm. how the hell can they make it that good yeah. without, like, the big guns? Yeah. But it's really nice. And then at night, um, I'll cleanse. Oh, my favorite is Senza. What, what's it called? The one I like? Senka whip. whip. Senka Whip. Something Whip. Senka Whip. Or so. Yeah, it's this Japanese one. Um it's like a Shiseido knockoff and it's like much cheaper on Amazon. But it smells so good. And then I do my serum again and then my Vintner's Daughter. That's like my final thing before I go to bed to just rub
1: it in and I just feel like... Mm. You smell it. The smell is it's so nice. nice. Um, Very what ab- nice. What about makeup? What makeup do you both wear on the reg? I love these questions because like nobody really ever asks <laughs>
2: us like, what makeup. Um... I I've actually been loving um, the Il Makiage I L and then the like M A K I A G E. Yes. Am I saying that right? Their um their foundation, the one um, woke up like this. yeah, woke up like this yes. foundation. It feels so good. I love it. Um, I also Charlotte Tilbury's oh, she,
3: biggest fan right here. I,
2: I'm not using her foundation right now. That I use right today. I'm wearing the Laura Mercier Tinted Moisturizer Illuminating, which I've been wearing since like 2005. Um, love that. Um, and then I'm loving the Maybelline Falsies Lash Lift Mascara. Oh, mm. iconic! My favorite brown eyeliner is the Mac Costa Riche. Really nice. I'm wearing it now. It's definitely a little like creamy smudgy, but it is what it is. And then Charlotte Tilbury, the Flawless Filter, like um creamy thing. Um, Film Star Bronze and Glow, and the lipstick Penelope Pink. Those are probably my favorite items. Tom Ford Spanish Pink too. Those are great. Okay,
3: Jess. Just like a lady lipstick yeah, i like a lady that feels very great.
1: adult what about you yeah. jen what do you wear <laughs>
3: uh i did. this is weird nobody I, it's so funny you'd think more people would ask me this um well i uh, lately i've not been wearing mascara because i get a lash little tiny lash perm and tint i use a dior nude air serum foundation or dermalogica tinted moisturizer a milk cream blush Shantikai has this new little gel blush. Mm, yes, face. they do. And then I love a red lipstick. I feel like mm. my grandmother was right. Like you put on red lipstick. It detracts from whatever else wasn't good. People <laughs> just, like you just pop. It's and so you just true. feel like I got my shit together. It's... I have this huge pimple right now on my chin. And weirdly, the red lipstick right next to it. I me, didn't notice it. Yeah. yeah, you're looking at the red lipstick. We had Poppy King, the
2: founder of Lipstick Queen, on the um on the podcast like three years ago. I remember she said something about red lipstick. She was like, we like close the interview with this. And she was like, it says like, I'm ready. Or like, I'm "I'm here. You know, it was so like defiant. I loved it.
1: Um, And what about if you want to like go glam? Like if you were going to an event, what would you, what makeup would you wear? Or like, what's one makeup thing you do
0: in addition to the red lip that like gives you the zhuzh? Yeah.
3: Okay, so I got these big persian eyebrows are ready which i know are, i'm lucky and blessed but if i darken them in a little more just the outer thirds like if the outer mm. edge of my brows is like sharper and darker i feel like your whole face just like sort of comes together totally in yeah. this way that like
2: mascara even can't do. it's a different frame and also these the edges of the brows they thin
3: whether they lighten yeah. in the age i'm talking about the outer like the outer half after the arch yeah yeah. That part, you got to bring color back there. And then you're just like, ooh, I'm like snatched. I'm good. <laughs>
2: snatched, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, Jen doesn't like a blowout. I love a blowout. Mm. I love a blowout. Oh my God, give it to me. I just think it makes me look more together. And then if I'm feeling really sassy, I'll wear a red lipstick. I love, I swear to God, I'm not getting paid by them. I need to be. So the Charlotte Tilbury red <laughs> carpet red. It's so good. It's really good. It's like a dark red. It's like that, like a mall Clooney Ooh, kind of yeah, red, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? And it's like it's sophisticated. It's not like, hey boys, it's like drama. Yeah.
1: Ooh, like, I, I'm need, doing that. I yeah. need that too. Yeah. Let's All take a short break. Let's do
2: it. You know, we
0: have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning, in my mid forties, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad; they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm.
1: Okay, which is okay. I know
0: bull <sighs> on my neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, Oneskin, our sponsor today, knows all about. Get started today with 15% off using code over 50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code over 50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. And please support our show and tell them we sent you.
3: The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place
2: to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD
1: Jen you did your own makeup for your wedding correct yes so cool cool. um I need to know everything about this (laughs) Um, just tell us about that whole experience I also like did you practice beforehand did you or were you just like this is what I'm doing
3: I did one dry run just the day before and I am one of those people, and this is the deciding factor. If doing your own makeup soothes you, that's the route to mm-hmm. go. But if it gives you agita, no. But <laughs> I knew having someone else, I'm a I'm a control person. And it gave me this sense of control. And I also find a lot of my, putting on my makeup is a nice ritual for me to, like, mm-hmm. just get in touch with myself and center myself. And everybody warned me before my wedding, like, remember to check in with your spouse. Like, like you're everybody is there there's so much going on and you have to remember to be about yourself and that time that like 40 minutes before Mm. i saw everybody to like stare in the mirror and be like you know center myself that really was good for me and but yes i did a full dry run and i got (laughs) patrick ta he was our guest on the podcast and he like gave me some pointers um and I wanted to look like myself. Don't you ever yeah. look at like
0: just wedding photos and you're like, what the fuck were you thinking? <laughs> yeah. Well, might not have you, have can e. you can swear. You no. can't. E now we, we are. E. <laughs> I think too, there's like with makeup, it's one of those things that it can feel very overwhelming to do yourself. So you, you think you put your hands in that, like you put yourself into an expert's hands and they're going to do it. Right. And that doesn't always happen. Right. Like sometimes you do actually know better than a quote unquote makeup expert. But I don't, like, I'm still just now getting the confidence that I know what looks best in terms of makeup for my face. But you do
3: because you know your face shape better than anyone. Yeah, like, I know. I know. It. So I highly recommend it. I had a good experience doing my own makeup. Can we, you
0: mentioned that you would rather do needles in your face than like tools. Can we talk about stuff like, like Botox, fillers, I'm a lash perm? I don't even know what that is. Like, what what has been your experience with kind of the... Uh, I don't know what like the that that side of the beauty world and and how do you think it's it's perceived by people do you consider it part of your skincare routine to like is does Botox count
3: yeah I consider myself like a high maintenance person in order to be low maintenance Mm. so the the lash perm the Botox the filler I've gotten Fraxel (laughs) all this sounds so high maintenance but I can freaking walk, wake up in the morning and maybe put on lipstick and walk out the door because I did the the big guns beforehand. So I feel like that's my front loaded. I front loaded my beauty routine, <laughs> or did I back load it? No, you think you front either way. It's front loading. You loaded it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and I know that sounds like a lot, but it actually makes so I have more time in my life to focus on other things. And I have been from the beginning really open. I've been getting Botox since I was 29. I feel like our generation is sort of shifting the mentality on whether or not these things are, uh, you know, too self-focused or self-centered or you're going to look crazy like you're a housewife. Like, no, the people with the good work, they should be the ones talking about getting their work done. So we all right. realize you don't look crazy just because someone put a little bit of Botox in your forehead. Well,
2: yeah, I think there is like a taboo. And, you know, I've never like said on air about things that I've done, like in terms of injectables, because to me, it feels medical. It feels personal. Mm. It feels like it is something that like I don't owe anyone to tell them what I have had done in a doctor's office, but I also understand that there is this misperception, this misconception that like, if you know, I, I had this conversation with my family and I, I had like two glasses of wine. It was like last year and we're at my cousin's house and somebody said like, Oh, well she gets all that talking about me. Like, she, you know, she's the one with the Botox, like some crazy looking person on television. And I said something like, that oh, I have Botox and I don't look like that, which I was like a little bit loose lip because I was like comfortable with my wine. <laughs> and it was the, like the family, like it became they weren't mad. They were like shocked because really? they could not believe a they think Botox is for like, you know, 50 plus, you know, Real Housewives of Orange County. Also, you know, where do you go to get it? how do you look, how do you make sure that you don't get hurt? Like there's so many, I think where we are as editors, our knowledge of it and our comfort level and knowing the doctors versus the public perception, there's still a big gap that you're going to look like someone from Orange County, the Real
3: Housewives. And we both acknowledge we're privileged to go to some of the best people. So we don't end up looking like that. Yeah. I think it's, and, and if I like, if,
2: if I went out of this industry tomorrow and I was doing something totally different, would I earmark thousands of dollars in my budget for the stuff that we're talking about? Probably not. So Mm. it's just the truth. I might. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, You've had so many amazing guests on your show. Um, Thank you. Yeah. I'd love to know who are the guests that you've learned the most from and what have you learned? Oh, that's a much better question than who's your favorite.
3: I, I like the mm-hmm. way you phrased it. I will say, who's the perfumer that we just had on? Um, from Shiverdon? Steven. Steven. Yeah. I think perfumers are the most interesting people. They're these artist scientist combinations. And the way they see the world, like opens up your eyes to a whole new world way of looking at the world. Like they could paint a picture with smell like I asked uh, the guy from DS and Durga, David mm-hmm. Seth Maltz, what um, his like growing up smelled like and learned that there's a note in dried leaves that actually smells like bacon grease. Like wow. I, who who knew? And he's like, you know, that bacon grease leaf smell. And I was like, what is he talking about? Then the fall rolled around yeah. and I breathed deeply. And I was like, I kind of see it. Yeah, like it. when his cat would come in from outside smelled
2: smoky and bacon like I know I, I didn't do that interview I wasn't there Jen did that one by herself but when he said that I was like oh my god like yeah like my like my hair or my jacket would smell I grew up in a very wooded
3: area and but I never thought about what that was and they're able to like break down these things that I think we just walk through the day and don't even think about and I find having perfumers on fascinating yeah. everyone we've had on um, first of all I'm still thinking about that
2: conversation about the Botox and all that I probably would yeah, I've definitely paid for things before I was a beauty editor, like cosmetic, <laughs> cosmetic things. Yeah, yourself. I'm like, wait a second, I'm like that. I just told you a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> no, um, I, would probably, I would definitely use my own money. I don't know, but maybe not to the extent that that I would being in the industry and having those relationships. Okay, um, guest. There's so many of them, but one that sticks out in my mind all the time that I feel like I'm always like quoting him. We had Orlando Pita on mm. like the famous hairstyle, legendary hairstylist. And we were talking about the the way the industry has changed. And that conversation can always like seem a little like awkward if it's like you were doing this before. Now it's a different business. What do you think about it? Yeah. You know? yeah. And he was really he kind of like. He twisted on me. He's like, you have to be doing like social media and stuff. You have to be, he said like, you know, when they look at jobs, they look who has the most follower. He was like really blunt. He was just telling you like, this is the way it is. And he goes, I look at technology like the locomotive or the television, like you're not going to stop it. So either like get on board or get out. And I was thinking that analogy was so perfect. So whenever there are things and people or moments where I'm like, this is so stupid, like... I think back to what he's saying and it's like, you're either on it or you're not. Mm. So. Oh God. And Who's I'm that? not saying I'm a social media maven. I just like, sure. it, was, it changed my philosophy about it.
0: No, that's a really great
1: perspective. Yeah. That helps
0: me a lot. Actually.
1: Who is a, who is like your dream guest that you'd love to have on the show? She was like, who is a dud? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: I
1: <doing>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who was her?
3: Who's a dream guest? Pat McGrath. Yeah. Tells us. Multiple times she said that she will come on the show. I have it in writing. I screenshotted it. And she (laughs) she is such an artist, an icon in our industry, and truly a genius with makeup. Um, But she gets to be picky. She's freaking Pat McGrath. I told her, I will come to your apartment. She apparently has these walls, like a library of all her work. Every fashion show she's ever done in a binder with pictures, with swipes. What I wouldn't give to, like, go into Pat's world and bring our mics and, like, talk to mother.
2: Yeah. Pat, yeah, Pat, for sure. And um, Drew Barrymore, we really want to have on the show. She just seems like she'd be a great time, and she loves beauty. She's had so many great looks. And
1: yeah. She
3: should, I, I know it would be fun. And she she knows her stuff. When she launched Flower Beauty, in, um, it's Walmart, right, that s- yeah. sells it. Mm-hmm. Everybody was a little bit judgy, and then those formulas were on point, and she knew what she was talking about. I also want to talk to her about body stuff because she's been
2: very open mm-hmm. about – you know, she remember she was like the skinny mini when she was like on David Letterman's desk and then like her body evolved so much and okay. she became a mom. And then we saw her recently for something where she was like working with M-Sculpt and they do um like muscle toning stuff. She's I just think she'll be really open about the challenges about body image and, you know, getting older.
1: She'd be an amazing guest. Yeah oh, well,
0: you know, if you get her, tell her about us, because we'll, we'd <laughs> love to have her on
1: as well. Um, you know, I realize we haven't asked what your individual self-care
0: practices are, and that is such a focus of our podcast. Yeah. So in addition to getting to dig into all this beauty stuff, what what is something you do on the regular for self-care?
3: I have to get outside. Mm-hmm. I have to hike or be on my bike or go for a run. I literally I kind of started hating New York City until I got a car, and it's such a it's such an indulgence to keep a car in New York City. It's a shitty car, so don't like get excited. It's not shitty. Whatever. should it sound shitty. It's totally nice. <laughs> I'm my self care is getting into nature, and when this whole like Gwyneth Paltrow, er, what was it, earthing, earthing foot walking, I bathing, so so, I don't about know. the whole thing. I'm like. Bitch, I've been doing forest that bathing, for Forest years. bathing. Forest bathing. My ass. Go outside. Go for a hike. Nothing grounds me and makes me feel more like myself than just getting into nature and, and moving. Nice, Jen. And you go birding. I saw him the birding. Paltro bitch, in the middle of that whole <laughs> thing. But, uh, <laughs> jen oh. goes birding so jess wants to come birding with me I'm i really fine. want to so i'm a i'm a like an amateur birder and i have like a life list and a twitcher, whatever all of that and what, what did you, me? you were like oh you could bring the a life oh, list a twitcher and a is, twitcher? Like, is it like one of those clicky things No, like twitchers are what is a nickname for birders and it sounds I'm, like a sex a life app. list is your like every species you've ever seen i'm like still updating mine but I started birding about I want to say seven or eight years ago because I wasn't very good at being in the moment and when you're birding you just have to be present because you always have Mm. to be looking and it was good about having me not think about the future or the past or next thing I had to do or my to-do list like you just have to be in the moment and but like I'm still like kind of anal so I like having a list <laughs> you know it, it helps okay. me be in the moment because I'm looking for something actively yeah so Jess wants to come with me I right? really do and I'm not mocking you like I, I also really want a to dog come. and she's like you'll bring the dog birding I was like okay <laughs> you're missing the whole
1: time exactly-
3: <laughs> I thought no, I, I some dogs just
2: chill they're like just like they'll what? sniff the ground yeah you don't really bring a dog all right. Okay. Well, I'll I'll come. I'm gonna I'm gonna come with my baby. And baby. Yeah, Aww. one of those like um the packs that you put the baby in the yeah. front of the, the carrier. Pack. What's your, yeah, your self care. My self care is um I'll just like list a few things because I do like to take care of myself. Um, I like to go to I like spas. Okay, like this is very obvious, but I love spas. A facial book for Friday. I have a prenatal massage booked on Monday. Uh, nice. Like on Sunday. Like I'm in a good position to be able to do this. So like I don't I don't take it for granted. I like spas very much. Um I like to watch TV because I don't let myself do it that much. Like this morning I watched an episode of you. I Did woke you up. Work? I had an insomnia. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this mm-hmm. is wonderful. And I really enjoyed it. And then like Kate was saying, I like to kind of get my shit in order. So like I I, like, I feel like, Kate, we need to talk. Like, <laughs> I'm freaked out by money, but my husband's very, like, numbersy. He's, like, a science guy. And when we, like, went through, like, a spreadsheet, I was, like, panicked the whole time. But after it was done, I kept on being like, wasn't that so awesome that we did that? Like, I feel <laughs> so, like, good when my shit's in order. And I got a paper planner. And I know that it didn't like really <gasps> oh, work. Controversial. <wow>. <laughs> I know. But, like, I when I was up with insomnia how I calmed down I was a little anxious a little upset about things I was writing in my schedule and it felt really good Mm. is that demented no No. god no it's already on my phone but I was like maybe I'm listen I don't know if it's gonna stick but like I like to make it feel like my like I'm controlling my life because we all know that like things are not really in our control (laughs) so I like to have that sense I think there's a real soothing practice
0: in like taking something from your brain and letting it come out in your hand, writing it down. There's a visual and a tangible element to planners that I think is really potent. That yeah, you're, I'm, a, I'm a Google Calendar addict, and I I really see the value in a paper planner. Yeah.
2: I wish I was I wish I was better at keeping oh my, them. Yeah, they're so satisfying. I like to see them down. I like to sit down and reply to a bunch of emails too. Mm. That's not self-care. Is that No, it kind of is. If I'm like, if I have like a nice beverage, like a nice Diet Coke and I'm at my desk, I'm like, all right, cracking the knuckles. We're getting in. <laughs>
1: like I find, am I a loser? No, <laughs> I I, a loser? <laughs> I hear you on that so hard. So, um, yeah. well, it has been such a pleasure yes. to speak to <laughs> both of you. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, wait a second like we've heard enough from jessica no <laughs> wait did you have something else i'm sorry no, um, i love i love to eat pasta on the couch we
2: are the same person <laughs> that's a
1: good one too is that
2: you kate yes i love i love a big trough of pasta and the remote and the couch oh well i find carbs like <laughs> carbs have so such a bad yet. rep but like i feel like they are very soothing and
0: part of self-care
2: yeah they are they are don't let anyone tell you differently
0: <laughs> no see in all seriousness though and i'm, I'm we live in la we're like i don't know what it's like in new york these days but like carbs are so vilified oh my god bread pasta <laughs> it's and it's and there's such i don't know i think i think pasta is beautiful but i'm a quarter italian that's where that comes <laughs> from i like to brag about that
1: uh, i'm sad we aren't gonna get to meet you i know but oh, having- i know i know i'll be out there at some point i'm sure um, well, we should tell our listeners that we are going to be on Fat Mascara. Also. Yes, yeah, and yeah. we've all been nominated for an iHeart <laughs> Radio podcast Radio. award. Yes, <laughs> in the fashion and
3: beauty category. So, yeah. fingers crossed <laughs> for all of us. And by the time this airs, I think we'll probably know. We, we will know. We'll fun, know. So best we know. might tear us apart. Lady. We might never. Uh, <laughs> might never be able to talk <laughs> again. Oh my God! I have two new best friends. Forget oh, that. Uh, we'll be together forever. Yay! This is
0: such a seriously such a treat to get such to talk to you both. Thank,
3: thank you. you,
2: thank you. We love your show. So it's likewise, been awesome. likewise.
1: All right, bye. bye. Wait, also, it was really fun to see Jen at the iHeart Radio Podcast Awards. It was like perfect timing
0: it was we and we should say we did our interview over video with them yes which was really fun because we got to actually like see each other although
1: they couldn't see you I was like you no. were like out of the frame <laughs> <laughs> I just Felt like my forehead
0: bopping up <laughs> yeah. and down so they were so we're so glad we finally got to chat with them it, it feels like we've it's been like two years in it was also
1: making. really fun to I should say it was also really fun to chat with actual beauty experts yes <laughs> Totally. Because <laughs> we're like, do-do-do. <laughs> Serums? They were like They were very gentle with us, I felt. They were. Yeah. I feel like they saw
0: us for who we they are. They did.
1: They did. Um. So what do you have going on this week, intentions-wise? Okay, so
0: I want to just kind of circle back to what I just said about gardening. Yes. And this week, I want to be outside more. Like, how can I be outside and actually be present in it and relish it? Not just like be walking the dog and staring at my phone, but how can I kind of actually exist in the outdoor space that we're very fortunate to have here? You know, I have a yard. There are trees around us. Um, I want to really, I want to be in nature and, and find like ways to engage with nature. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, I got to get back to really composting. Oh, I was a really yeah. good composter for a few years. Ooh. So on my list. Great. I know last week, Dory, you had said your intention was to prep for this move. And yes. Here we are on the precipice.
1: We are. So my, my intention this week is to try not to lose my shit on the day of the move. Someone suggested that I actually leave the house on the day of the move. Someone told me that the last time she moved, she went and like went for a walk and like got coffee. Like she just like left. Like she she left her husband there and she was like. You both don't need to be there. I was like, that's an interesting thought. Yeah, you don't. So that might be good for I you. I might actually. remove myself from the situation.
0: I think that sounds like an excellent self care choice for, for you. At least part of it. Yeah. Because I think I don't want to like.
1: No, no, say it. <laughs> Please.
0: You. I feel like are very good at being in charge of things, Mm and being in control of Mm -hmm. things, Mm -hmm. and (laughs) yep. And if it's not happening, I know for myself, I'm I'm similar. Mm -hmm. And if it's not happening, it causes me a lot of stress. Yeah, and there's no way a move ever goes perfectly. No, but chances are it will all go fine. Exactly. So you don't. And you have systems set up where you don't I do. need to be here. I
1: do. So I'm free, contemplating that. I mean, I should go over this with my husband. But. And
0: you're starting, I know you said you,
1: the two of you're going to
0: move some things together a little bit. Yes, and then, the day
1: before. Yeah. Just, I mean, I mostly want to get at least Henry sort of set up, maybe not all of his stuff, but like set up enough so that he can be in the new house on the day of the move. I can't wait. And not be underfoot.
0: Right, right. He can have a space. Yeah. Kind of not know what's going on. Exactly. Well, this time next week we'll be in our new house. That is It's really exciting. It is exciting. I'm excited for you. Thank you so much. It's a really big it's a really big deal. I mean, like, moving is on the list of like the ten most stressful things. Yes. That you, transformative you can do. hard life mm-hmm, changes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Don't be afraid to own the challenge of it. Thank you, Kate. What am I saying? I don't know, but I like it. (laughs) Well, (sighs) listeners, you know the drill. Yep. Forever 35 is hosted and produced by us. Lori Shafrir and Kate Spencer and produced and edited by Sammy Junio. And Sam Reed is our project manager. And we thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye.